Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The election is still happening. We don't know who is going to be the next president of the United States. And the reason that we don't know is that some states cannot count the votes. Why? Because their system is chaotic. Nevada is a small state. Why can't Nevada count its voting? Right now, as we go to air, Joe Biden leads President Trump in Nevada, six electoral votes there, by less than 8,000 votes. But there are only 75% of all the ballots have been tabulated. Why? Why? Same thing in Pennsylvania, where President Trump has a big lead. Why is it taking so long? We understand mail-in ballots, but we don't understand two, 300,000 of them not being counted on election day when they have been received. So what's going to happen is Congress is going to have to make new election laws. But let's look at the situation right now. There are only two scenarios. The first one is that President Trump wins 280 electoral votes and Joe Biden 254, thus President Trump keeps his job. The second one is Joe Biden gets 270 electoral votes, Trump 264. The main state right now is Michigan. Only a 12,000 vote difference with 83% of the ballots counted. Michigan has 16 electoral votes. It looks to me like Georgia will go for President Trump, that's 16. North Carolina, 15 for Trump. Pennsylvania, 20 for Trump. All right? But that's not enough to put him over the 270 mark. It looks to me that Wisconsin and Nevada will probably vote for Joe Biden, and that leaves Michigan with 16 electoral votes in flux as they say. So in the next segment, I'm going to analyze why this all happened, why people voted the way they did. But right now, it could go either way. It probably will be litigated, which is terrible for the country. And I'm just teed off that states can't count their own votes. In a moment, the message of the day, the why behind the vote, of 2020. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. What the heck just happened? Why are we a nation so divided? And that's what we saw. Yesterday, Election Day in America, half the country pretty much voted for Joe Biden and half voted for Donald Trump. And we don't have an outcome and it will probably be litigated and the Supreme Court will most likely get involved, just like in 2000 when Al Gore and George W. Bush fought it out in Florida. Now, maybe that won't happen, and I hope it won't, because this is very, very bad for the country. But here's fundamentally what we are seeing. Most Americans are very uneasy with the far left. That's why the Republican Party held the Senate. Many, many people thought Democrats were going to sweep and take the Senate. That did not happen. So the Senate will now act as a bulwark against a President Biden if he gets in. So the crazy high taxes and the Green New Deal and the trillions spent on entitlements will all be blunted in the Senate. And the folks, they know they can't have the far left running the show. All right, we went over this and over this and over this in the run-up to the vote. So the Senate stays in Republican hands. Very, very important. Not because it's Republican. This isn't a party thing. But you have to check the power of the far-left progressive movement, and Joe Biden is not going to do that. Donald Trump. COVID really hurt him. No doubt about it in my mind. Had there not been COVID, he would have easily defeated a weak challenger in Joe Biden. Minorities did not turn out for Donald Trump as much as his campaign expected, with the exception of Florida. Cuban-Americans in Dade County supported Donald Trump to a degree not seen down there in a while for the Republicans. But in Arizona and in other states in the Southwest, Hispanics voted Democrat. African Americans did not turn out that much for the Republicans. And the reason for that is there's tremendous peer pressure in all minority communities, not just African Americans. Donald Trump did a good job for black Americans in the economic realm. He was largely demonized as a racist. We all know that. We know what the hate Trump media did to him. But African-Americans themselves, I think they took a look. But when it came right down to it, and Michigan is a good example of this, if Michigan goes to Biden, it will be because of the black vote. The other underpinning of the vote yesterday was that Donald Trump is a tough guy to like. And a lot of people just said, enough. We'll have more on this fine radio station all this week on the election. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by writing it in a moment, something you might not know. 
This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Election day is over, but we still don't know the outcome, which is incredibly frustrating. After two primaries, more than a dozen debates, hundreds of millions of dollars spent, Americans remain divided, and a number of states are incompetent and cannot count votes. Now, there were some very strange occurrences yesterday. In Ohio, for example, several counties were forced to use paper ballots after the entire electronic voting system broke down minutes after the polls opened. The old-fashioned sheets forced officials to dispense latex gloves to comply with COVID guidelines in Ohio. Some places in North Carolina and New York City also switched to paper ballots after machines broke. Amish Americans in Pennsylvania arrived at polling places in horse-drawn carriages flying Make America Great Again flags, footage of a 200-person parade went viral on social media. The National Guard deployed in Chicago to protect residents from any potential violence. New polls says 77% of Americans are predicting riots and looting in the weeks ahead. The award for the longest wait time goes to Georgia, Voters outside Atlanta lined up for seven hours to cast ballots. Officials blame social distancing, fewer polling stations, a lack of volunteers, and on and on. But that should never happen. Massive lines were also reported in Minnesota, California, and Florida. And here's something else you might not know. Most of the election confusion was caused by America's complicated system of government. There are 435 unique voting districts in all 50 states containing 90,000 different municipalities. Each one requires its own ballot, hires workers, validates a tally using various forms of technology. There are more than two dozen different companies approved by the feds to manufacture voting machines in America. Each device must offer a ballot in at least 16 different languages including Braille for the vision impaired and audio for deaf voters. Democracy in America is a complicated and expensive business. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.